What's popping? Oh man, not much. Just uh, getting ready to gotta send out the tweets and everything for this stuff. Pretty hyped to see that stars tweet also. Um, at least have some type of a timeline, which feels good. Uh, yeah, man. What about yourself? What do you have going on? I just took the girlfriend to work. Um, drinking coffee now. I'm ready to start the day. Uh, Panda poker starts today, but I think I'm registering for tomorrow's tournament instead of uh, this evening's. So excited nice, for that man. as well. Hey, I was uh, going to ask, how do you feel about doing a tourney on the anniversary date? Or do you think we should save it for Friday? I'd say on the anniversary date. Fuck it. Okay. If you That's what I was thinking, yeah, If you too. didn't request off work already and get that cleared through your you know, upper management, that's a you problem. Awesome, man. Yeah. No, I was definitely thinking on the anniversary as well doing a big tourney for that and you know like you said if people aren't off then you know i i don't know what they're doing yeah i mean i couldn't imagine there being a better reason to use pto than uh the stonkiversary i agree i I ended up taking off the whole uh, month for it so thank you for that if i can walk october let's go i believe it man i believe it uh so, yeah, dude, I mean, Wonktober is real. <laughs> uh, dude, it really is funny. I, I, I tweeted this out, or I didn't tweet this out. I sent this out in the DM yesterday. I mean, it, it was kind of a joke, but it's kind of true. Dude, the stocks have just slowly but surely, I feel like, you know, they're closing in on every single project by just staying a stable coin. <laughs> I mean, like, slowly grinding higher when you look at the trend line over the past few months, but realistically, kind of just staying a stable coin where the rest of the market isn't. And, I mean, slowly but surely, man, like, you know, when you look at it comparatively, gaining momentum. Yeah, when people were locking up their capital in USDT, Rooster was locking up capital in wonky stonks, and guess who's floating above the water now? That's it, bro. That's it. Every every one of those big hype hyped mints from you know the past year, realistically, outside of Jack Butcher projects. I'll say like Jack Butcher projects are like the one thing that has been hyped that's new the past year that's actually like maintained its relevancy. Um, but outside of the Jack Butcher ecosystem, you know, it just it doesn't matter what it is. Slowly but surely, man, the stocks closing in. Um, nah, and dude, one of the beautiful things too, that I, I really appreciate about this type of price action is it does give you the opportunity to snipe like a lot of really amazing, um, you know, amazing stonks near, you know, like I think right now the floor is actually as pretty as it's been in a long time. You know, looking at all those aqua gradients, like, dude, I love the aqua gradients. Yeah, I blessed someone life. last night. With the, the one that sold was actually mine. Oh, dude, that nine trade. No, yeah, I know. I know. It's a I fake know. nine. It's a fake nine. Oh, it's yeah. a fake yeah. nine? Do you think I'd ever sell a nine trade for less than half a I was each? shocked when I saw well, it. I, I thought it was a nine no, trade. So I was like, I. dude, what when I bought world? it, I also thought it was a nine trade when I bought it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like it from the surface, no, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. dude, you got to pin, pin that up there. 
because if nothing else, I just want to appreciate the beauty of this one because it's one of those that's kind of like an invisible stunk is would would be the way that it's obviously kind of an invisible stonk if it's a fake knife. So this this is actually the stonk that made me make the connection that nine trades can only be line charts and they can't be bar charts because uh when I bought it I thought it was a nine trade too. And then I go into the um go into the metadata and there's just both candles were the same color instead of the secondary color being uh no color or none and uh so then that's when i I was like i was like oh shit i was like that's when they can only be uh line traits here i got unpinning it up now awesome yeah yeah look at that gotta stay liquid you know there's a there's a bunch of opportunity out here Uh, i still got 39 more stonks um (laughs) i get it i i mean like i said i i never judge any stonk sales (laughs) like so I, I I completely completely get it. You know, it's one of those things. Like, dude, in this market, people, you know, do what you got to do. It's not a big deal, man. Yeah, and plus, out of my collection, I mean, like, I really only have Grails to sell. Um, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> this is one of the good things about being able to curate and you know pick at such low prices over the past two years. Um, is I built a massive collection of Grails, but then uh, you know when it comes to start selling some, I'm like, well. There's nothing I can ever like list close to full floor. Everything's going to be like two X floor and up. Well, but yeah, and you still got well above floor on that. So like, I'd still say you did well relatively to how things are right now. So, I mean, congrats. Um, it's nice being able to, you know, be liquid with anything in this market. Um, Poppy, welcome up to the stage, man. How is it going? I'm doing wonderful this morning. Well, actually, I'm doing all right. I, I woke up with a headache. But besides that, I, I, wow. I'm doing wonderful. Um, and I, I, a little side topic, it's kind of funny how we got to meet, you know, where uh, in in the social five, but I never heard about your project. So I was like, let me stop by and 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 get a little TLDR and what's what's happy, happening with with the uh, with the song. So I just stopped by. That's about it. Yeah, man. Awesome. I, I, I'm happy to give the TLDR. So, you know, especially because of two year anniversary. Well, actually, give me like two seconds. I want to tweet this out real quick. Because I still haven't tweeted it out from the Kaleo account, and I know that a few more people might hop in here in just a second whenever I do. Um, so, two seconds, um, because, you know, uh, I want to be able to drop this to as many people as possible. But um, what are you active in right now, man? Uh, mostly in ETH, to be honest. Um, that's that's where I started um, in 2019, so... That's mostly where I'm at. I went to Solana for a bit, um, maybe for like eight months. I networked over there, and then I came back to ETH. Um, that's about it, yeah. Um, I run a marketing company, so. So how long have you been plugged into this space for? Like crypto in general? Just, uh, yeah, yeah, crypto in yeah, general. Yeah, like maybe four years and a half. Awesome, man. So like what was the, got you into it initially? <laughs> COVID, to be honest. Uh I, I'm a physical therapist, and so I went to, to school, I graduated, I worked for about a year, and then after working for about a year, when COVID happened, they laid us off, they are like, oh, we don't need a therapist right now, we only need MDs and nurses, because it's, we're in a, I guess, an emergency situation, so I got laid off, got sent home, I've always been into gaming and, and content creation, so I started making videos on uh, YouTube, mostly on just regular gaming, and then I found out about Gods Unchained on ease this is again like in 2019 2020 
So they're like, oh, let me research it, what it's about. Um, I had um, some ETH that I had bought in Robinhood at the time because I was still learning. I had about like maybe, uh, it was about like $30,000 worth of ETH, but I had bought it at about $110. Um, and then once I learned more about crypto, I moved it out of Robinhood, put it in a MetaMask, and then I got hit up by some people um, on my on my YouTube channel. They're like, oh, we like your content. Why don't you join our Discord server? We'll give you alpha on crypto. And at the time, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know you guys, but I guess I'll give it a shot. So I joined their Discord. Um, and they're just like these th- different people, some from Goldman Sachs and from and different hedge funds that they were just investing in NFTs and crypto. Um, they were launching some OG projects at the time. By now, it's like 2021. So um, I help them mostly with social media management and and content creation. Uh, help them sell out. You might know some of these projects, or some of the people on the stage. Uh, one of them was Rumble Kongs with three pencil in them. Another one was called Paimons. Um, just a few different ones. I did that. Helped them sell out. And then March-ish comes in. Um, this is when CyberCons is minting. I don't mint. They they t- they get the alpha about board apes, and they tell me they have like a connection with with the team, and they're like, "Oh, let's let us refer you guys. Let 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 us refer you over there. See if you can help." So again, they contact. They helped me contact with them, and I spoke with at the time it was with uh with Gordon, and he's like, "Well, we we I can." He's like, "You have access to spaces." I was like, "Yeah, this is about." endish of march because everybody was in clubhouse at the time and spaces was like in alpha alpha phase but for some reason i had access to it on my account i, I only had like maybe a thousand eleven hundred followers on twitter um and they're like okay well you help with the community like aspect a bit uh with um with ngb from the board board a little bit with uh, josh Ong and with triple farmer and um and you can you can be on the t- on the team like on uh, running like the community side. I was like okay, so I did that. Um, was with them until they sold out a little bit post mint, um, and in it, in June of 2021 when Axie Infinity comes out, um, I was still with them. But I was like, oh, I have a little bit of money. I got paid from them. Maybe I should uh, sell one of my board apes and um, make an Axie Infinity thing because again I was into gaming. So I told him I was going to step down. I was going to go do just content creation for X Infinity. They're like, all right, cool. Uh, and I told him, if you guys need me for anything, just give me a holler. Um, I started with about 1.5 ETH I, that I had sold one of my apes for. I bought about like 20 Axes, some AXS. AXS was at a dollar at the time. Um, I started breeding the Axes to make some farms for scholarships. Um, and like crazy enough, like within a month, uh, my YouTube and Twitch went to like about 1,500 to 2,000 concurrent viewers for Axie Infinity. So now we're in July. And then by this time, uh, the main streamer was Bryson. And then it was me, to be honest. Bryson was getting about 2,500 viewers. I was about 1,500, 1,700. So then G-Host hits me up and he's like, oh, bro, we like your the content you're creating. Why don't you want to become a, a partner streamer for Axie Infinity? And you can work alongside with Bryson. I was like, all right, sounds cool. So... I became a partnership with Axie, um, doing giveaways, doing all that good stuff on, on social media. Um, did that about for two, three months. Gener- uh, gave a lot of uh, scholarships to people across the world, opportunities, uh, made a little bit of money along the way. And then in 
August, September 2021, I was like, okay, I've made a little bit more money. I was still getting hit up by people to help with marketing because I have help with the board apes. And so I was like, let me just make my own company. So in August, it was like about the end of August 2021, I made a marketing company um, with two lawyers that were Web2 lawyers. And then I, I kind of helped them get the ropes about Web3. So they kind of ended up along the time timeline. They started focusing, learning about uh, like IP law, DAO infrastructure, et cetera. Web3 law, and uh, we implemented that into my business, and I've been running that since then, since August of 2021, and so that's that's my background. Um, I appreciate that, man. Like, that's a pretty impressive history, especially, um, you know, diving in during the COVID scene and really just embracing it and being able to run with a bunch of the opportunities that presented themselves, because I feel like a lot of people that get plugged into the space you know, all it really takes to avoid the entire path that you you said right there was like that first no to those people that reached out to you, right? You know, if you said no there, it really wouldn't have snowballed into anything else. And I think that's something important for people to hear from that story is that sometimes there are opportunities that present themselves in parallel to whatever else that you're doing. And, you know, you just got to step out and, you know, go for it. Yeah, and I agree sure. absolutely. And like being, sometimes people ask me like, "How like you're just lucky you're at the you're at the right time, right place." And I would agree. Like I was lucky, I was at the right time, and I was at the right place. But I think alongside with that, you kind of also have, like you you were saying, you have to be prepared for when things come because like if an opportunity comes in your life, and like I don't know, you might be having side problems in your life or other stuff, and you're not able to capitalize on the opportunity, then those opportunities go by. Um, but I mean, I, I was lucky. I mean, a lot of things I was lucky, but I was also um, open enough to take that opportunity because, like you said, I could have told these guys I had no clue who they were. Be like, nah, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to go make free content for you guys to invite me to this Discord that I had no clue at the time what it was and get alpha. Like, nah, what, what are you guys talking about? But I think it's just being open-minded, being, like, ready when those opportunities present themselves and then um, and then just becoming a better person and bringing value. That's what I've learned, and well, more than money because I've luckily I've I've made some bit of liquidity, but I've also learned that after a certain threshold, like the people that you end up meeting with and building alongside with, is worth more than the amount of money that you can earn in the world. And I think it's kind of like <laughs> we can go back to the social fights. Like I can't be like, oh, Calio is worth eighty, for example, just throwing around the number. His, his his value to me is 80th because he's a person. Like, no, like, there's no number I could put a Calio on Rooster, on Christine, on Eddie. Like, those um, those relationships are, are they're, they're priceless. So that's what I learned um, in my time frame in Web3 and just ready to keep bringing value. So, Well, I appreciate you joining us, man. Um, so like I said, wanted to tweet out and you know, appreciate you, you know, kind of giving us a background yourself before I dove into more about the stonks. Um, one other quick thing for everybody that's in here, um, I'm, a, I'm about to just give that quick background on the project for Poppy since it's his first time here. But if you guys could show some love to this space, I mean, either drop drop a comment. It could be something as simple, you know, something just like as simple as uh, stonks in that little bottom right hand corner where it's got the little bubble box underneath 
this space. Um, if you can like it, retweet it, just blow this thing up. Definitely would be appreciated. I know there aren't a lot of other things that are happening on a Friday right now in the middle of the bear market. So let's get this out to the people. Um, but yeah, man, Poppy, I, as far as the project itself is concerned, you know, the key way that I've wanted to approach this thing from day number one, it was a stealth launch free mint back in October of 2021, where every single wallet could claim up to one stock for free. So we had a max after that where you could, I think it was either mint 10 or something like that total stonks per wallet if you really wanted to. And at that point it was 0.07 ETH per. So the average stonk price for the mint out was about 0.012 ETH for the entire collection. Um, So, you know, back then, again, it was one of those things where had the opportunity to really be able to hype this up whenever I was telling a few friends about it, trying to get some feedback, everybody was like, okay, well, where's my honorary, (laughs) right? Because it was during the glory days of 2020, 21, where everybody wanted an honorary to be involved with it. Yeah, it it was like that matter. Like I know the board apes did it. And then after a few collections, like, oh, let's, let's onboard different influencers and make honoraries inside of the collection. Well, it was honoraries than whitelists, right? It was a combo of both. And I said I was going to do neither. So there were some of the people that were just turned off by that fact because, you know, there wasn't anything in it for them, they felt like, right? Um, So the day that I actually dropped it was during a space that I was celebrating the all-time high for Bitcoin and the all-time high for ETH. I was like, F it, we're going to drop this right now. We've been working on it for months, a buddy of uh, mine and I had, so it's completely generative art. Um, The whole idea behind it was just doing something that was different than anything else that was out there at the time. Um, Because, you know, it was more financially inspired art, right? Where it was from the trading background side, which more fit my brand and my audience versus just another PFP project, which were a dime a dozen back then. Um, And also, you know, the way I looked at it, I think that when you focus on art, I think that art is something that is transcendent and that has a better chance of being able to survive a longer period of time. Right. So we we focused on that was going to be the mission. Right. No roadmap, no utility outside of the art itself, just building a community that really vibed around the same, you know, the same passion. Um, And slowly but surely, you know, it's been nearly two years now. The two-year anniversary is about six days away on October 19th. You know, I I feel like it's been crazy. We've outperformed projects that have raised millions of dollars. (laughs) And all of that just comes from the slow, steady grind, not really focusing on some utility that's going to be outdated, Um, you know, not focused on anything outside of that other than just a lot of people that appreciate the meta behind the art and the community itself. Um, so yeah, man, you know, that's why I'm so bullish on it going forward again. It's, I I think that it's really difficult for a lot of projects that are out there. You know, it's, you've got the pumponomics roadmap. And that was one of the things, too. Like, back at the very beginning of this, a lot of people wanted me to drop some random roadmap. The, the, I don't even remember. The, the whole meta with the adding into roadmap was the the voxel, the voxel things for Sandbox because Sandbox was, like, extremely pumped. So everybody would put, like, uh, we'll get 3D figurines of your voxelated uh, NFT <laughs> or the Sandbox. That was, like, the meta everywhere. Yeah, exactly, bro. And, 
you know, at the thing, like the highest that these have ever gone up to is 0.4 ETH. Um, you know, it, it's hit 0.4 ETH twice. Um, it's at 0.15 ETH right now. But again, the way I'm looking at it, I mean, dude, it, it's just they've stayed consistent. And I actually think the fact because they never had any overhyped, like massive, you know, move up to like two or three ETH, like some of these other projects and bled back down to where we are now is actually way more bullish from the long run, too, because you're looking at it. It's like it's never been overhyped in anyone's minds. It's just built a really slow, steady, strong foundation at the core within the community. And that's the whole thing, man, is like. You know, there are opportunities that obviously, like, I could go and, you know, if I wanted to extract millions of dollars from a community with my brand with an NFT drop and then walk away, which you've seen some people do, right? Like, I could easily have done that. But I wanted to do something that bridged the NFT community and the trading community. And I think so far, like, you know, over the course of the past couple of years, it's been amazing and kind of blows my mind just how many people have told me like, man, stocks were actually my very first mint or they were the very first thing that I ever collected. And, you know, that brought me into the NFT space. <laughs> and, you know, so I think that they've got a really cool history behind them as well. And one way or the other, the way I look at it, man, is it's like when I bring something into this world, like I don't quit it. <laughs> right. So, you know, again, I don't do this because it is some type of cash cow. I mean, I've honestly spent more on it um, than I've like ever gotten out of it. But, you know, again, I, I do it for the passion because I believe in the art. I believe in the community. And I really do think, you know, down the road that there is something to be said for just the generative art meta. And I think that there can be something else that's built on top of this brand um, you know, as time goes on, but again, really want to focus on quality over quantity. So, you know, I'm in no rush to get there. It's like whenever the, the right opportunity presents itself, kind of like what you said with your whole opportunity where you jumped into this space, be ready to pounce on it, but again, not rush into the wrong thing. I love it. So. I love it. Um, with the generative aspect, did you end up getting a generative artist to make it or you, you know how to code? Uh, so it was my buddy, man. So it was uh, a project between the two of us. He did, he did the full coding behind it. So a lot of people think that it's just random, you know, random charts that are out there that, you know, we just turned into a JPEG, but you know, as far as like the code itself, a cool, a few cool things about it. Um, so, you know, the price action, you can go through the price action, like the way it was generated, basically imagine like flipping a coin with step action, you know, across a, an interval. Um, and there is a variable amount that was also randomized for how much each coin flip could go up or down as you went through. Um, and you know, again, like as you dive through the collection, it's amazing how it really does mimic real price action as you start to look through some of these stumps. Um, and, you know, on top of that too, what, what's actually cool, another thing he added into the algorithm. So, you know, basically identifying similar types of price action. So this is like one of the traits that you can look through. Um, 
And, you know, similar types of price action are basically bucketed together by this algo. So you've got rare types of price action um, that you can click through and none of them are going to be identical. But again, you know, if you really appreciate that perspective of it, of just saying, hey, I've got a rare type of price action as well. You know, that's another thing that I think is pretty cool as far as the which, dude, you know, a lot of people, like the thing that blows my mind, you know, it, it's the whole meme where people will say, you know, hey, at like 0.1 ETH, you know, what is that trash? And it like, you know, at 1 ETH, they're like, oh, you know, that's actually kind of cool. At 10 ETH plus, they're like, damn, that's a grail. You know, it's the same type of thing with what happened with like Chromie Squiggles back in the day. You know, like Chromie Squiggles started off as like, dude, what is this shit? And now Chromie Squiggles, because of their price point to generative artists, they're like, man, that is like beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> it is profound. And you know, the funniest shit behind like Chromie Squiggles, for instance, you know, it, it's actually at the end of the day, simpler than this. Like whenever I first learned to do some ge generative coding in P5JS, you know, the very first lesson for the coding train or one of the very first ones the guy for the instructor for the coding train basically teaches you how to generate Chromie squiggles. And when I went to follow that guy on Twitter, you know who was following him? Snowfro. <laughs> like, so again, when people talk about like the profound difference in some of this stuff, again, I, I really believe that stonks have that potential to become, you know, that profound perspective for a lot of people i already see it i think the community already does you know it's just one of those things where eventually like you know you grind until the value reflects that and also like something that displays about you that you're passionate about the project is you like you said you could have made it a cash grab so easily especially in the ultimate peak of the bull run where everything was like at minimum a 0.08 mint like that was like a standard if you're not doing a 0.08, then you had those other influencers that were that were selling their mints at 0.15. I know one guy for the Cybercongs that ended up running sold for like 0.25 a piece. He generated like 25, 30 million dollars. So um, it, it just shows that you're just um, inspired about what, what you're doing and just trying to provide value to the to the community. Um, on the I'm looking at this one that's pinned to the top. Is there any like? Uh, like you were saying, there's different price action. Like I, I would assume to the types of trend of charts that um, exist. Is there any that's like just like an ultimate pump? Like like that meme where it's like dump it or pump it, where it's just a straight line to the top. Is there any abnormalities like that? In the oh, there's there's so many. Like it's taken me. I've gone you know through the stonks one by one uh, a couple times. And I've still seen like stonks that I feel like I've never seen before. Yeah, I have some god candles that pump like 500 percent in one candle i have one that literally pumps and dumps and like two immediate candles and like continues its price action there's there's a bunch with uh you know some abnormalities in them there's straight down charts straight up charts there's a chart for everything there's a chart for people's attitudes in there like there's literally a chart for everything well dude and poppy one of the crazy things about them too so when I first created them, I remember running it by guys like D's. And one of the things he told me, he was like, man, this project's too complex. <laughs> like you have too many traits. It's going to be too difficult for people to be able to prioritize like what is a grail, what's not. And I actually think that's one of the things that's, again, made this 
made this collection really unique because again, I think complexity adds, you know, value inherently, right? Where it's not just completely obvious where you go in, but it is up to the person to be able to determine, hey, what is the perspective on, you know, just being a little bit more subjective? What do you what do you value? What do you not? And there are a lot of even hidden traits that the community has found that, you know, again, I never would have assumed going into it would be something that would stick out that have. Um, Ellis, what's up, man? What up, what up, guys? Hey, I got to go. I just wanted to let you know I just bought a beautiful, like, cotton candy stonk uh, for Stonktober. Always appreciate you having these spaces every Friday, bro. What is this, number, like, 900? Oh, it's 90. 86, bro. Look at the top of the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's 86, bro. And this shit ain't going to stop anytime soon. So, always bullish on y'all. Uh, I'll holler at you later, though. Yo, awesome, man. Thanks for coming up, Ellis. Appreciate you, man. Peace. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But that, it's kind of the background, man. I love it. And, yeah, I was like, I barely recently got into uh, general art. So I live in Texas, and they were having the art blocks and the whole glitch thing in uh, Marfa. So I was like, I, I only live two hours away from there. I was like, let me go check it out. Like, I've always been an NFT person just because that's that was my beginnings. Um, so I was like, let me go check it out. Let me see, like, what it's all about. And I learned quite a bit, like, how... Uh, like, I always thought, like, generated art for some reason was kind of like how we do NFT projects. You get a lot of different... Um, templates per se the different layers you you put them in the in the python machine and just generate some like nfts but then I understood it's just straight code and and no actual like like um layering so like that's really crazy like that that puts like it's crazy that all these general artists are like they're coders at the end of the day they're developers and um it, it, it gave me like a little bit more of a a taste towards generative art so Yeah, that's awesome, man. But I mean, you know, the funny thing is, even right now, you can look at some of the top sales with what's actually moving in the market. You know, art is one of the things that is actually maintaining better than most right now. And it doesn't go back to some perceived, you know, again, you can look at Yuga right now. A lot of people say Yuga's fumbled the bag by pivoting toward gaming. You know, there's a huge portion of holders in the collection that kind of got isolated by that because they're like, yeah, that's not the vibe that I wanted to go for. Right. And if the game is a bust, guess what? That's a disappointment to people, right? You know, if you have some other type of utility for, you know, social aspects and, you know, it's all about the parties, guess what, man, somebody else is going to come along, raise more money later on, and they're going to have bigger parties when you're not having that massive capital infusion at the top. Right. So if you go through and you list off these different things, that's my thing about utility. When you're building a project for Pumponomics and it's a quick, hey, I'm there, I'm gone, then yeah, you know, that's the route to take. But if you're building something for a longer term, I think that we're doing it the right way. Yeah, I've just been going through the the sales bot on Twitter and just pinning up to the top. Uh, yeah, I just saw that mega god condo. The yeah. The- purple one that one's cool i also love the the color um scaling between all of them it's it's interesting it's a, that black and white one for some reason looks rare or it might be like beige beige and black um they're all rare like I, they're they're interesting i like it 
what 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 does it mean like when like some are colored in and some aren't is that just the (laughs) it's so it's just all randomized right whenever we were first creating it again you know you've got the two different themes you've got like a wonky theme and a classic theme um so the wonky theme and the classic theme are like the classic themes are a little bit more muted colors um and the wonky themes are a little bit more of the bright vibrant colors um you know we wanted a mixture of both just to provide a little bit more depth again to the aesthetic of the collection um you know also on top of that you've got different gradients and stuff that work in there too that i think are cool adding on to the aesthetic gradient versus you know just flat backgrounds um, but then on top of that, if you're talking about the filled in, you know, again, it's just different perspectives for how you would view a chart generally, right? You've got like, you know, there's some lines that are just like a line chart, like what you would see in trading view. If you were just looking at a line chart, there's some that are an area chart where you'd fill in with an area chart. Like there's some that are like ticks, which again, is just another view that you can have, you know, when you look through, you know, with the ticks and the candles, um, that you look at whenever you look and you know then on top of that you've got different indicators that also you know were taken from the algo basically taking the api for different indicators from you know the api that you've got like on trading view something else some of those public access apis and you can go through and then after you generate that randomized price action you attach the real API for the different indicators and you plug them into the chart. And, you know, again, you know, it just, it is art mimicking reality from that perspective. So, um, you know, we just wanted a depth of, you know, for somebody that really appreciates it and looks at charts and that type of stuff all day, you know, and even if you don't, we wanted something that was unique but at the same time, you know, did give you that visceral picture of mimicking reality. But again, and I seem to never be able to get an answer to this question. We look at these all day. Why would I want to own a JPEG of one? That's the meme, man. That's the meme. So, um, yeah, you know, again, that's that's just part of it. It's... I I really think when talking about it, you know, you can talk about the complexities of different charts and different art that's out there. You can talk about different projects that are completely unique from some perspectives as far as just being really abstract art. And you can talk about others that, you know, are a little bit like this, right? Like it is a simple concept, but I think that it's really complex when you start diving into it. And diving into that perspective is just like, you know, again, man, like so many things, so many people, there are people out there that I think you're never going to make every single person happy. Right. There are people out there that really appreciate this. And then there are people out there that'll be like, Oh, you know, Cleo, I can't like the other day, dude, I gave Arthur Hayes shit for his project because or not his project he tweeted out some wrecked coin well dude you know why i gave him shit about that because i know multiple people like that were offered in on the pre-sale for that round 20k allocations where you could buy up to 20k and you want to know what their pitch was 
for getting in on this, hey, you've just got to send out a couple tweets to be able to get in on it. And basically the way this designed, there's zero vesting. We're going to pump the shit out of it and you can do whatever you want. With <laughs> Use it. everybody as a, so, how you're following as a liquidity. That's disgusting. Yeah. So that that's literally what it is. So I tweeted out, man, this is the scummiest shit. This is way beneath you. And, you know, I still get people that'll comment underneath like, uh, didn't you, you know, release a project that was MATLAB plots like recently, you know, a couple of years ago? And it's like, bro, how can you even make that comparison <laughs> where it's like, one, you know, the art's way deeper than that. But then two, where it was something that was basically a completely free mint that from then, I, like I've stuck with for the past two plus years, built a solid community, outperformed projects that have raised millions. But there are people that just want to give you shit because they don't appreciate, you know, like there's some people that don't understand NFTs. There's some people that will never understand the idea of value behind a digital collectible. And that's okay. I literally have, and as many more people do as well, a canvas print of a stunk on my wall right now. Like the art in some of these is just absolutely gorgeous. Ties the room together. So yeah, man, I mean, slowly, but surely like I will manifest the stocks into a blue chip. It, it's that simple. So, I mean, I, I think yeah, I, you like, having, um, it, it's, it's interesting because you could have communities where their floor prices, if people want to think floor prices, what considers a blue chip, which is, I guess the general consensus, but I disagree with it. Like if it, the floor price is one, one ETH, but then the, the community is dead. Like, is there really a blue chip? Or then if you have a community. Uh, yeah. yeah. Would you rather have, 10 moon turds or i mean 10 10 wonky stonks or one moon turd right now like um, i think they're sitting around like one i don't even know what they're doing anymore like at this point like i mean don't need to talk about it at all but you know just putting it into perspective you got moon turds sitting out of eth and a half still community's dead founder is dead pretty much <laughs> like everything about that project is dead yet they're still sitting oh the founder died? The stonk is oh i don't know <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah but pretty much right like took everything you know relating to moonbirds out of his twitter profile and everything like almost seems like a complete rebrand but yeah just in the perspective you know some things price doesn't mean shit at the end of the day Yeah. So anyway, man, I mean, again, that's the whole thing that I, I really think is an advantage of not pumping early, not doing anything too crazy with that. Like, you know, the vibes in here are as strong as they've ever been within the community, which I think is really rare to say for any project that's been around for two years. Um, you know, there, there are a few that I can name off the top of my head that are still probably up there, but there aren't many. Right. And especially not many that started off as a free man. So, yeah, man, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty hyped. I, I really think it's just a matter of for the NFT community in general. It's just a matter of time as far as if you are in a project like what's going to happen the next phase is I think that we're going to hit a period where it's going to be another multi-year NFT bull run and it's going to start off kind of a little bit slower you're going to see random you know projects move up here and there where 
at the very beginning, it'll probably be some of the older projects that are being rebirthed back to life. And there are going to be a few where you get some dead cat bounces and they just pump because the rest of the market is. But they sell off because they already lost that community and it's difficult to rebuild that. And there are going to be some that end up sustaining it. And what happens whenever the pro whenever the NFT market really does start to move, you know, it doesn't take much for a lot of these collections. Like the floor price really isn't the best metric because when you look at it, like the depth of the liquidity to be able to really scale into a position, it, like it doesn't take much ETH to really get these things moving, right? So it, it's just a matter of like during this period of time, dude, you slowly, surely just like stack what you're interested in. And, you know, if you've got the bullish thesis behind it and you're right, like, you know, when the market is rebirthed, you'll have that opportunity that a lot of other people won't be. Well, we're, you know, again, you know, floor prices skyrocket pretty quickly because it doesn't take much to be able to regain confidence in this market and to really in that sense and still FOMO in this market, because, you know, when shit starts moving fast, everybody wants to rush in. And at that point, you know, again, there's just not the depth of liquidity to be able to do that for the average person. So I think that it's just surviving until that state. Um, and again, you know, from there, dude, like if you get a month of that, your project survives it. What's going to happen is the dead cat projects fall off. You know, they, they fall back down. You get a few of the OGs that end up being the, you know, the catalyst that continues to spur things on. And that's when you really start to get some new projects and the new lifeblood of the NFT market that starts popping up again, which Poppy, when is the last time you can really think of a hyped new NFT? Like we don't get, we used to get five a day. Now we don't get any. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I remember like, I would have like maybe like 30, 40 ETH just on the side for all these projects I would make. And if you remember too, it was crazy because in those days, like we didn't have all the tools to, to sweep. Like if you wanted to max mint and then sell, you have to sell manually on OpenSea. <laughs> or if you want to sweep, you have to buy one by one. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't recall at least, at least in the last year, year and a couple months where we've had more than one hype project, maybe two at most. I think, the closest thing to having two high projects was fuck. Um, fuck. Nah, I really can't think of two in Rono, to be honest. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a very long time. Yeah, yeah, look at it this way, too. You know, it takes like five ETH to move the Penguin floor price up 0.01 ETH. You put five ETH into the stonks, you're up 30% immediately. So. <laughs> another couple metrics to look at it as well well what what i'm thinking of just like you were saying kelly there will be like this whole new wave of new users users coming into blockchain and and crypto trading in general my question is will previous ruggers come back and will people that are new fall for those rugs because like us ogs that have been here through the good and the bad we'll recognize those actors and we might of course like call them out but we'll new people fall for those people that have had yeah. tents in the back in the, in the past. Yeah, man. People that scam, like if there's a rule of thumb in this space, people that have scammed will scam. Um, it, it's that simple. Like, you know, will they be able to do it on the same level? You know, Hey, some of them are, some of them are really good engagement artists. Like they're going to do it on a bigger level. 
Like and the there's some there's some that won't be able to even scratch the surface of the fraction of the way they scam before. But does that mean that they won't do a smaller scam? No. <laughs> like they'll they'll still try. So yeah, scammers scam. It's just in their nature. And you know, sheep <laughs> sheep follow whatever, you know, they they end up getting tricked into following. Whether, you know, it's good, bad, ugly, like there's sheep in this space, man. And you know, you're unfortunately going to have some people that lead those sheep to a slaughterhouse and other that lead them to green pastures. But, um, you know, it's like sheep always are going to exist, too. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see, man. But uh, again, you know, with all of that type of stuff, it's all stuff that fades out, right? Like the average... <laughs> That's the thing that blows my mind too, right? Where, you know, I, I really don't care. It's one of those things where I, I look at it and, you know, like I'm confident I'm going to be around over the next couple of years. I'm confident there's going to be another bull market. I'm confident that a lot of the accounts that are here are going to blow up throughout the course of that next bull market. And, you know, when you look at people that are actually actively involved in a project, in a community, in something throughout the course of this bear market, again, there just aren't many. So, you know, the fact that so many people in like, I, I drop it because I really do believe that it's alpha, that this project is inevitable. Why? Because like, I am going to make it inevitable and this community already without me, I think could make it inevitable by themselves. I already think that it's grown that strong, right? So, you know, again, I like, I look at it and I say that every week because I mean it. And like one of these days, there will be a day that, you know, even though I perceive it as a blue chip, Rooster does, we all do, there will be a universally accepted time where people all, like, people know about the stocks, right? Like, they're seen. There will be a time where it's universally accepted, man, why did we fade Kaleo throughout that entire bear market? It was an obvious play. Dude, yeah, the stocks outperformed. You know, FTX outperformed Celsius, outperformed Luna. You know, the stocks out here outperforming all these past so-called blue chips. Plus Kaleo as well. Kaleo's outperforming all of them, right? Bear Market's taking those, but he's still here. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I would definitely not be betting against the stocks, seeing as how, you know, they outperformed FTX. And, even though FTX took a couple with them on the way out. You know, it, it might have crippled me a little bit, but that doesn't mean we can't come back stronger. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good times, man. Not really, but good times. So, um, I thought we weren't allowed to do that. <laughs> for, for the two year, man, what, what are we doing? Hey, so, okay, for everybody that's on here, and I'll tweet this out today, too. Um, so, the two-year anniversary, October 19th, which, you know, as long as everybody's cool with it, I, I think that it would be acceptable, Rooster, to just have that as our weekly space as well, you know, because it's on Thursday. I mean, we can do both. You know, I'll, I'll leave that up to y'all to decide. If we want to do a follow-up on Friday, we can. Um, you know, we can play that by year. But next Thursday is the two-year anniversary. We'll do a big poker tourney for stonk holders. Um, Going to give away a shit ton of stonks. 
from my collection. And again, you know, Poppy, here's another thing too. There are a lot of people that minted a shit ton of their own, you know, collection for themselves at whatever price, like every stonk I own, I bought off the damn floor. <laughs> and the only thing I do with them is give them away. So, um, yeah, you know, but anyway, so I'll, I'll, I'll do a big giveaway for that. Um, so just make sure, you know, you just have to own a stonk. We'll have to sign up in the discord and we can open that up. Um, you know, I'm thinking that if we're going to have it, we'll, we'll open it up that morning, right? You know, we don't want to open it up too early and have a lot of people that aren't active. That's the only th reason why we can't open it up any sooner. Um, so, you know, just book on your calendar Thursday. We'll try to figure out the best time for everybody. It'll probably be around this time, but the only thing that sucks with that is it's also a work day, right? So, I don't know. We're going to have to, you know, pull the community and see what time works best for everybody. Um, but yeah, you know, we're going to have it sometime that day. It'll be fun. We'll, we'll hang out, we'll vibe and, um, you know, we'll just celebrate surviving two years. Poppy, what's up, man? I was going to say, what, what platform do you guys use for the poker tournaments? Um, the reason I ask is because one of my clients right now for my company is Jonathan Little. Um, for you guys that might not know who that is, he's a professional poker player. Um, and we're planning on doing uh, poker tournaments, but he wants to do them in a Web2 platform. Even though he has a web, uh, an NFT project, he just feels it's like more trustable and safe for, for the participants. But I was just wondering what platform you guys use for the poker. I mean, we, we just use um, a really basic poker, was a pokernow.club. I think it is. Um, and you can like pretty much connect it to your discord. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's not everybody's favorite. Uh, there seems to be like a lot of bad beats on there. Like if you have aces, you're pretty much going to lose the hand guaranteed. Could just be me though. Uh, but yeah, we used to poker now dot club. Yeah. Rooster. I funny, funnily enough, I, I have seen people win some hands with aces that are not you. So, um, I mean, I think Rooster's just a little bit salty because he can never make the podium. <laughs> Rooster, you do not show up with aces every time. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust, trust me. I, uh, I dabble around on the poker table. Uh, but no, I just I, I haven't been willing to win because, you know, I set up the tournament, so we don't need all those, uh, you know, conspiracies popping up in the Stonks community that Rooster's rigging the poker tournament. So, you know... I, I look like I'm fighting for the podium, but then really I just let everybody take over at the final table. Dude, that's funny. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have the tourney. I mean, Poppy, the the easiest way to see if it's something that works for you. I mean, it may be too simple, but just get a stonk, play with us next week. Um, <laughs> And yeah, you know, you can test it out and give it a, give it a trial run and see if it would work on the scale that you're looking for. Um, Absolutely. I probably just get one for, I, I just like the, the, the charts that look like it's like an ultimate pump. And then like, I think Rooster put like, it was a stop loss and then it goes back to the dump. Uh, like uh, I, I don't have any, like, I guess education in, in charts and stuff and trading, like it's all been just off of a, me trading NFTs and me learning little by little through through my network. Like, oh, this is the resistance. This is this type of a chart. This is this type of a pattern. But I haven't like put myself to educate myself on it. But 
it looks it look interesting. I love it, and especially since they're generative and like totally bringing it into the generative art. Like, I like them. They're they're bullish. You hear that, Kaleo? He just said he's been charting NFTs before you. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, bro, what people don't realize is Rooster. Like, there's a whole wave of people that are out there that are charting NFTs that are into that right now that like do that type of stuff that they wouldn't be there today if it weren't for the pioneer in that space. Um, they'll never know it, but it's the truth. Give alpha, give alpha. <laughs> yeah. Who, how can you say you were charting NFTs before Kaleo when Kaleo NFT charts? Think about that. <laughs> drop the heat, Rooster. Drop the heat. Um, yeah what, what's your background Cali? Uh, um like did you get into like bitcoin I, i'm assuming real early and then you were a trader or uh dude just 2017 i like i used to be an oil and gas engineer and um just degen my way into this shit um you know degen into trading and have just been you know like really really got in it for the tech to begin with you know i heard about Bitcoin and ETH and, you know, it was just absolutely could not read enough about everything else in this space, right? Like was just a sponge with everything. When I first got into it, I felt bad for my friends. I, I feel like I was one of those CrossFit bros where all I wanted to talk about was crypto, um, <laughs> where it was just what I was obsessed with. And eventually realized I needed an outlet for that. So that's where I created the Kaleo account where I wanted an online personality to be able to just vent with other people and completely just bifurcate that part of my life. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's worked. So um, I, it's funny now. I, I actually hate talking about crypto to anybody that is not on here. Um, to anybody that's on here, love it. To anybody that's not on here, I really hate it. So, um, but yeah, you know, I've just been plugged in ever since. It's like the, you know, if you don't get it by now, I don't have time to explain it to you anymore. <laughs> 2017, 2018, you know, we were in it back in it for the tech. That's when everybody was in it for the tech. I remember reading, spending hours and hours a day reading about new projects, new launches, which obviously 90% of them um, ended up doing absolutely nothing. Uh, but yeah, I remember the good old days of soaking up all that information, talking to everybody. You don't understand about the tech. Uh, yeah, those are good times. Do you know what, which one was interesting that came out? Like, I think it was May of 21. It was called APYMON. I don't know if you guys remember it. It was like this NFT that they had created a contract at the time that allowed you to time capsule things inside of the NFT. And they raised like 2.3 million and they were giving away CryptoPunk and a bunch of other stuff. And it, had, it was on the bonding curve for the mint. Um, but it was crazy because like, from my understanding, the, the contract worked and it was functional where you could like, let's say Kali wanted to give one of the people down here a stonk. He could gift it to him inside of this NFT. Like the NFT would hold it almost like a capsule, like a time capsule and be like, okay, in three months, you can open up and either sell or, or just keep it still. Um, but it was crazy. They rugged for the 2.1 million and they ended up gifting themselves the, 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 the giveaways, but it's just crazy how time has elapsed. Yeah. The, the movie that's going to come out about the 
2021, 2022 NFT craze is going to be absolutely it's going to be cringy as fuck but it's going to be a gold mine <laughs> and they're, they're going to get so many things wrong and depend uh, depict nft people to be like the extremely poor like in your mom's basement screen cheerleader yeah it's going to be a great movie well dude i like that's the gme amc movie i don't want to watch it i really don't i don't want to see how they depict everything that happened there right like i just I already know how cringe it's gonna be. <laughs> it's instead of the board apes, they get like a rug project. <laughs> That's not even the board apes. <laughs> oh fuck! I can't wait. Uh... Yeah, can you imagine them actually like trying to depict Hollywood, trying to depict a board ape yacht club party? <laughs> like what that would look like. They probably you gotta have like Seth Rogen as a main character. (laughs) I just think he would be like what I picture somebody trying to depict, you know, and be the satire for this board ape yacht club holder. He would be perfect. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a Seth Rogen Jonah Hill movie. Uh, which again, I mean, it would be one of those things I know I'd have to watch and I'd probably laugh my ass off, but I also probably wouldn't want to watch because I know it'd also be making fun of myself in a sense. <laughs> it'd probably be funny too, like, because I went to the first four day party and it was on the yacht. I bet they're probably doing like all weird where like they're like in this corporate like business party. Everybody's like non degen like, oh, everybody's in suits and shit. Like, that's how the party went. <laughs> Like, no, bro. <laughs> Not even close. I wonder if they'll get the male-to-female ratio right. Like, the oh, fuck, 99 no, they, to 1. They're probably, <laughs> probably, like, a 60-40, I bet. Like, 60, 60% girls for some reason. Like, just for the for the cinematics component. I think the one of the most cringiest uh, videos was the the line outside of Ape Fest this uh, this past year. That was... I, I think that's what solidified the fact that I probably, even if, you know, even if I did have the funds to immediately buy an Ape right now, I would, wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't think I'd do it. Yeah, that, that line was disgusting. I was in that line. Um, not bullish. That was a very bearish chart. Not bullish. <laughs> oh man that's funny um well gents it's been an hour um i've got unfortunately i am still trying to hustle to finish my taxes before um honestly before sunday even though monday is the deadline i want to get it done before sunday when the arena relaunches um so i can degen back on it so I, I appreciate y'all getting in in here. Excited for next week with the two-year anniversary. Again, just be on the lookout both on the um, Twitter page for more announcements from that, from LedgeArt, and also in the Discord where we'll have the sign-up. Um, so, you know, appreciated having you up here as well, Poppy. Always nice having new voices up on stage. Really, really uh, good to connect, man. Absolutely. I appreciate everything I learned and looking forward to joining in soon. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. 
Um, so we will see you guys next week. Stonks are inevitable. Cheers, everybody. Have a great weekend.